Welcome uh, to uh, episode 205 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is um, it is Tuesday, people. Uh, Tuesday, the 20th of April, 2000, 2000, uh, 2021. And uh, I hope you're uh, hope you're doing well, people out there. Keeping safe and sound. Keeping out the way of the virus. Um, yes, uh, it's coming to the tail end now, isn't it? Isn't it all done? I don't know. There's another strain coming out. <laughs> There's always another fucking strain of it, isn't there? There's going to be strains and strains of it. We know that. We know that. Um... I'm on the old coffee this morning. It is bright and early, baby. Uh, I'm on the old coffee. Uh, a flat white that very much looks like a normal coffee. I swear the coffee industry just makes up various um, different types just to get us to um, invest more in coffee. I wouldn't be at all surprised a flat white, you you put the fucking coffee in first and then put the whitener on top. It's like a normal fucking coffee, isn't it? Isn't that normal coffee, is it? I don't know. Uh, actually, Ben, uh, a uh, flat white is a la di da di da di da. All right, fucking Mister Fucking Wikipedia or Miss Wikipedia. We are not. Uh, we are not gender biased on this podcast. Um, let's have a little bit of this fucking flat white, anyway. There we go. It just tastes like a normal fucking coffee to me. Anyway, what I have been up to, I'll tell you what I've been up to. I've had a bit of a frustrating time the last couple of days, and I'll tell you why. Um, uh, I fucking scuffed one of the wheels on my car. Uh, this is the sort of thing I do. Um, I thought I'd, uh, I'd just pull over, have a cigarette. I'm not smoking in the car because I want to keep the car nice. Right? I don't want it to smell like fucking cigarettes inside or get that yellowy shit on the roof on the inside not that you can really tell because the roof's black but um on the inside because obviously obviously is it a convertible um but um yeah i pulled over to the side of the road and um the the fucking i was on my way somewhere i was i was gonna be driving up to birmingham so i thought i'll have a cigarette before i go Got to the top of my estate. The curbs are fucking huge. Parked in this lay-by bit, and just thought I'll have a little, um, I'll have a little treat myself to a bit of fucking nicotine. I'm trying, I'm trying to cut down, people. I'm trying to cut down. Right, talking about, um, uh, I remember talking about it on stage, trying to cut ah, smoking. Some woman piped up with smoking is a disgusting habit. Yeah, so's judging other people, lady. You need to get out of that. That's uh, that's what I come out with. I was fucking proud of myself for that. Um, anyway, I pulled. Uh, I'll just get. Just get. You can uh, see more of my stand-up comedy at www.benbriggs.co.uk or www.thebenbriggs.com. Um, bit of advertising there. Go on, Ben. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, I pulled into uh, a fucking lay-by, and uh, the curbs, they must be about, I don't know, 30 centimetres high. What's that, 12 inches to anybody not using the metric system? Um, yeah, about 12 inches high around here, and um, it was fucking unstable, like the curb, and I fucking, 
rolled. I got really close to the curb, rolled my uh, wheel next to it, and then turned to get out, and I fucking scraped the side of the fucking... Nothing worse on an alloy wheel than that. And it had a couple of marks on it um, from uh, the previous owner. So I've decided to get my wheels fixed, which sounds easy enough. It sounds easy getting your wheels fixed, doesn't it? Um, but getting any fucker to do anything for you these days, it's like people don't want your fucking money. Like people have just gone, ah, nah, we're fucking, we're fucking rolling in dough. We don't, nobody wants your fucking business these days, it seems. You ring up about it, nobody fucking rings you back. Nobody rings you back in anything. If you, I tell you what, if you are thinking about setting up some sort of service business, all you have to do is ring people back. That's that's not too much to ask, is it? You know, these people seem to be, you know, keeping their fucking little skills all to themselves. I rang up three people about the wheels. No fuckers rang me back yet. Um, and I'm also trying to get my boiler service because, like, part of the deal of selling this place was I said, oh, I'll get the boiler serviced for you. Um, it's about 120 quid, something like that. I'm trying to get that done. No fucker rings you back. Spoke to somebody on the phone. They were like, oh, it's like about 15 miles away from where we're based. So uh, it's a bit far to travel, innit? Do you not want the fucking money? Do you not want the money? Is it, you know, what are you driving where me paying 120 quid for a boiler service that takes about half an hour is not financially viable for you to travel 15 miles. What have you got? A fucking, you know, are you driving around in a souped-up fucking Ferrari or something that just burns through the petrol? And uh, it'll cost you more to get here. Or uh, some sort of fucking Sherman tank or something are you driving that just eats fucking fuel? Are you flying on a private jet here for that 15 fucking miles? Jesus, nobody wants your fucking money. Can't get it. Anyway. um, No, no, that's the thing. If you're setting up a business, just ring people back. That's all you need to do. You leave a message. Oh, he's out of the office at the minute. I'll get him to call you back. No, you're not. That's what I started going to start saying now. No, you won't. You won't ring me back. I know you won't. We both know you're not going to ring me back. So let's stop this pretense as if you've got good customer service and you actually give a shit about your business. That's the thing, I think. Unless it's like a one-man band kind of guy. Um. Even those, though, even those, I've rang a couple of one-man band guys to get my fucking boiler serviced and they've just gone to answer machine and just not bothered ringing back. You know, two days later, you're still like, well, is he going to ring me back? Is he not going to ring me back? I have no idea. As I imagine he's, like, you know, cleaning his private jet. (laughs) Uh, Right, let's have a little bit more coffee. So I'm trying to get the wheels done. And the worst thing about now, the worst thing, it just makes it more confusing Googling um, people on the Internet because inevitably they've got good reviews and inevitably 
they've got bad reviews and there's nothing in between. Nobody, anybody who's, they've sort of done an all right job for, nobody really bothers, like, reviewing it. Um, It's always the ones who are really great. Ah, these were the most amazing service I've ever received. And you're like, this sounds dodge. This sounds like, you know. The wording in this is very similar to the wording on their other really good five-star review. I think uh, they may be reviewing themselves there just to offset the shit reviews they've got. And then you've got that in the back of your head. You've got that little niggle in the back of your head that thinks uh, eh, something's not quite right here. They've got like three one-star reviews and four five-star reviews, but nothing in between. They're either really amazing or tragically, tragically terrible at their job <laughs> just ring them up are you been drink are you drinking tonight because you're coming around mine tomorrow morning i want to know whether you're gonna do a one star or a five star or do you just decide that on the morning uh when you wake up that's the thing you can know too much can't you you can know too much on the internet there's too many there's too many things that, that are reviewed now on the internet and it just it just muddies the waters for you. You know, gone, gone are the days where somebody had come round, price up a job for you, and then you'd be able to fucking gauge if they're a fucking idiot or not. Wouldn't you? You'd be able to gauge if they're a chancer. Now, you do everything over the fucking internet. You ring them, you read the reviews, and they only come round not to price up the job. They come round to fucking do the job. So you're stuck with a fucking idiot now. Um, I've contacted, I have, like with the boiler, there's two uh, local people who live on my estate. Um, Two brothers or something who who can do the boiler service, apparently. And and they're coming around uh, in a couple of days to do that. Um, I think that's the way I'm going to go now, from now on. I'm going to get somebody local who lives on my estate to do things for me and I can pinpoint their address. And if it's shit, I can always go round there and kick the door in. <laughs> that's, that's the only way to do it now, isn't it? You need to find somebody local. You need to know where they live. And then if there is any problems, you do that thing of, Ripping everything out and dumping it in their funk fucking garden, don't you? The, 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 we've we've seen thousands of times on the internet. That is that is the last refuge of a desperate, unfulfilled customer, <laughs> isn't it? If your customers are ripping out your work and throwing it in to your front lawn, and you own a business, you've got to start asking yourselves whether you're meeting your customers' needs. <laughs> But that's the way I'm going to go, I think. I think that's the way I'm going to go from now on. And not because it's local. Not, hey, man, support local businesses. No, not because it's local. I'm doing it just so I know where they fucking live, where they inevitably do something wrong, and I can go round and see them. So their family can see how shit their parent is at their job. And that I just want their children to be able to see how um, fragile 
the food is on their table. <laughs> that might motivate them to do a better job. Hey, I'm, I'm supplying a service here, people. I'm supplying a service here. When you see a child crying in the background, maybe they'll probably, you know, think about a bit of, a bit of craftsmanship um, when they're actually doing a job for somebody in the future. Anyway, that's that. So um, I'm still waiting on my uh, on people to get back to me about my wheels. There's a place in Milton Keynes, which is down the road. <laughs> I rang the mini garage, you see, because I've got a mini. So you ring the mini garage. The mini garage say, oh, we don't fix wheels. You don't fix wheels? No, we used to, but we don't do it anymore. Okay, okay. Can you put me in touch with the people who you used? Well, there was two people that we used. If it was me using these people, I'd go down to Milton Keynes. Of course you would. Of course you would. You've put that in my head now. And then the other ones in Northampton. What are the ones like in Northampton? Well, they do a good job, but the Milton Keynes, they'll make it look pristine. Okay, so I'll take it there then. And now I'm waiting for them to call me back, which is about a 30, 40 minute drive away. I'll obviously have to leave my car there. So I'm going to have to trek to the train station in Milton Keynes, get the train back. It's going to be an all day job. It's going to be like the incredible journey just to get like the scuffs taken out of my fucking wheels on my car. Um, Because who would, you know. Even the people in Northampton say we don't do a pristine job. Why would you advertise yourself as not doing a pristine job? You know, and then you get the old chances who, you know, I don't know who goes with these people, but the people who come round to your house to fix the wheels. (laughs) They use a bit of polyfiller on there and just spray it like vaguely silver to match your your fucking alloy colour. Get all the spray all over your tyre, that sort of shit. Um, who would have that? Somebody come out to do it when they can have it done. On You know, this this company apparently have got precision machines. that They'll be fucking shit. I already know it. I already know it. I've already called it, people. They're going to do a fucking shit job and I'm going to have to take it. The place in Northampton would have probably done a great job. But now they've said Milton Keynes. I'm going to travel down to Milton Keynes. I fucking know it. And um, they'll do a shit job. I'll have to retake it down there. They'll fucking... And in the end, I'll end up wasting fucking plenty of money, plenty of time taking to get my wheels done that could have been probably have the same job as some fucking one-man band with a fucking eye patch and one arm. (laughs) And a... uh, a small can of humbrol fucking modelling paint would have done. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Hey, let's stay positive, people. Let's stay positive. Come on. We can do this. Uh, let's have a little bit more coffee. I'll tell you what, the old flat white is quite nice, though. I fell for the marketing. Also, it's cheaper. They seem to have changed the uh, Tassimo pods now. You get eight of these for £3.50. Whereas you used to get eight of the lattes for £3.50, but now you get six. What's all that about? What is that all about? You've skanked me out of two coffees, Tassimo. Tassimo fucking Costa Tassimo fucking tabs or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. I'm I'm getting a bit I'm getting a bit hoo hoo 
wild up, riled up this morning. Anyway, talking of things that are getting people riled up, oh, seamless link. He says, crowbar in that segue in there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That coffee went down the wrong way. Um, oh, Jesus. Um, had that, that last bit of coffee just... Um, um, Jesus. Sorry about this. Bear with. Hey, guys, can you bear with a moment, if that's okay? Um, yeah, so... Um, Talking of things, he says, that have got people all riled up. Boom! Seamless link again. Shout out to the seamless link. Um, The Super League, the European Super League. Holy fucking shit. This has got people up in arms, people. People up in arms. Um, The Super League, for anybody who doesn't know, the European Super League, or as it's going to be called, the Super League, um, uh, it's, it's, it's like a created uh, rival or replacement to UEFA's Champions League for football. Now, if you are not a football fan, Satcher, as uh, the Americans say, Satcher, hey man, are you playing soccer today? He shoots the penalty shot right in the corner of the goal. He's taking a sideline throw-in. I love watching. Uh, I love watching American reporters, um, uh, um, commentators uh, on uh, on football. He shoots the goal. I love it. It's just it's it's commentating, but it's quite. It's a little bit wrong. You know what I mean? It's not quite, you know, it's not quite right. When you watch uh, a Satcher game with American, he takes the sideline throw-in. Yeah, he's just taking a throw-in, mate, isn't he? You know, you don't need to give the exact fucking location. Um, The penalty shot, he kicks it. That was a great penalty kick he just did there. Um, yeah, I love all that shit. It's just not quite right, is it? You know, it's just a great penalty, mate. You know, you don't have to do the kick thing. We we understand. You know, maybe that maybe they're doing that description for an American audience. I don't know, but um, or maybe they just need to add a little bit more. Add a bit, of, you know. It's like it's almost watching uh. American commentary of a football game is a bit like watching an audio description of a film. There's too much. There's too much, you know, description in there. He's going down the left-hand sideline right now. He takes on one. He dribbles the ball around the defender. Are you uh, are you keeping tabs on this, blind people? Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it just makes me laugh. I just, uh, you know, I enjoy that. I enjoy that. It's only because I enjoy being correct. We all know that, don't we? We we all know that. Anyway, the European Super League. Um, officially known as the Super League, apparently. It's, uh, I'm reading it off Wikipedia here, by the way, because it's the best way to describe it. Essentially, 
it's like the 20 best clubs in Europe will play in a sort of like knockout sort of like league system. But it's, um, well, I say the 20 best clubs. It's going to be more or less the same clubs every year. So I think they were trying to sign up. They're trying to sign up like, I think they've got Chelsea, Liverpool, um, Man United, Arsenal, um, Spurs, I think. God knows why. And I think they've got Barcelona, Real Madrid. Um, who else have they got? Um, um, uh, let's have a look. Leadership format. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, so, like, basically, it's going to be the best teams in Europe. But, like, every... Um, I think they've got Juventus as well... Um, and it's all the owners and shit like that who are, because there's obviously it's, the problem with it is that the same 20 odd clubs every year are going to get they're the richest and the best clubs in Europe anyway, but they're going to get even more money from television rights and sponsorship. And it's going to go directly to those 20 clubs like every year. So you can kind of see a little bit of how it's not fair. I think they're going to have a couple of places that are going to change, like clubs can rotate in and stuff like that, like who have done well or whatever. But it's basically um, going to be the same 20 clubs who get like all the sponsorship money, all the TV rights money and that sort of thing, which obviously will have a knock-on effect for their domestic leagues because they're going to have more money to spend on more players. However... Um, and then clubs get excluded from that as well. So you're always, if if this European Super League starts going, those clubs, those 20-odd clubs or whatever, are always going to, um, always going to have that residual money coming in. So they're never going to be, you know, or shouldn't be anyway, like strapped for cash. And they're always going to have that added money that other teams in their domestic leagues like the Premier League or Serie A aren't going to be have access to that money. So essentially those teams are always going to be the top teams in the league and you pro- probably wouldn't get a, like a weird Leicester City thing going on where they won the Premier League because um or you shouldn't do anyway. Um so um the interesting thing about this is like I'm a Liverpool supporter, right? I don't go on about it that much. But um, hey, hey Ben, why are you a Liverpool supporter and you live in Northampton? Because I tell you why. Because I've been supporting them since the fucking eighties, and um, uh, it was either you were a Manchester United supporter in the eighties or you're a Liverpool supporter. Um, Northampton Town were fucking shockingly shit. Uh, Liverpool were quite successful in the eighties. I was a young child of about four years old when I got my first fucking Liverpool kit and I've supported them ever since. Is that all right with you, is it? Is it, judgmental people? Um, Yeah, so Liverpool are actually one of the teams in there, which I know it's easy for me to say, but I'm quite looking forward to the prospect of watching the best teams in Europe constantly playing each other every year. Because obviously you've got the Champions League, but that's not like... Those teams rotate in and out of there depending on who wins the league, who wins whatever. You know, where they come in the league standings. But this is going to be teams like Barcelona, Real Madrid, Juventus, 
Um, I forget that. Let's have a look and see what what the European Super League teams. List of European Super League teams. Let's have a look. Um, yeah. So I think you had Man, Man United, Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal, Real Madrid, Juventus, Tottenham. I don't, are they in there for easy pickings? I don't know. Atletico Madrid, Manchester City, AC Milan, Inter Milan, Barcelona, Bratislava, um, FC Goa, uh, Serva FC. Is that all of them? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, 13, 14. That's 15, isn't it? Um, let's have a look. Is there a list? Right, okay. So from England. Is that right? Bayern Munich, Dortmund, Hamburg, PSG, Marseille. Um... What clubs will make it into a European... Oh, Jesus. That's what clubs... Sorry, we're getting sidetracked here. We're getting sidetracked. I think... who are the, uh, Yeah, it's a 12 club. Manchester United, Liverpool, Manchester City, Arsenal, Chelsea, Tottenham, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, Inter, AC and Juventus. Um, That's pretty cool, isn't it? Like for from a from a football fan's point of view, having those teams constantly playing each other every single year, it's fucking great. You get to see, you get to see the best players in Europe, the best players in the world, basically, like Messi, Ronaldo. They all play for European sides. You know, it's the best. You know, Europe is like and the European Cup and. Um, they're the best footballing nations, aren't they? You know, England, the best leagues, I mean. You know, England, Spain, Germany, Italy. The best, they've got the biggest clubs in the world. So it's like the biggest clubs in the world are constantly playing each other. From a football fan's perspective, that is fucking amazing. I know people are like, hey, man, it's elitist and shit like that. Yeah, but it's going to be fucking good games every year. Every fucking year, you're going to have fucking great games that you can get behind and watch. You know what I mean? The best the best leagues in the world with their best teams. I know it's it, it, it marks out everybody else. I know everybody else... Um, loses out on that revenue and um, everything becomes secondary to that. But, you know, the people who are objecting against it, I know there's a lot of fans objecting against it, but that's possibly because their teams are never, ever, ever going to be in there. You know, from a neutral perspective, I think I'd be like that. If if Liverpool weren't involved in it, then I, I'd be like that as well. But from a neutral perspective, and just watching the spectacle of great football games and the best players in the world playing against the best players in the world, which happens very rarely. Only ha- it doesn't, you know, only really happens when the World Cup comes round 
every four years. You see all the best players in the world kind of playing against each other um, every four years. But you could see that every single year. It'd be fucking amazing, wouldn't it? I know it's going to create that elitist thing where those teams... um, those teams have, far, have got far more money than other teams. But it's kind of like that anyway, isn't it? You know, all of those teams have got all the best players in the world anyway. You know, it's not like fucking, you know, Notts County are going to suddenly buy, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi and then go, ah, oh, we've missed out on the European Super League. Maybe they ought to, you know... I think what they want to do, uh, what they're trying to do, they want a new European club um, competition, but they want to make it distinct and different from the Champions League, um, which is, you know, more of a, uh, you qualify for this if you get a certain position in your league table. Um, Whereas this will be constantly the same clubs. Um, all the time. And I think a lot of people are against it, particularly like people who run the league, like the Premier League, uh, the people in charge of Serie A and um, and the Spanish League and the German League um, because they've got fucking money invested in it, haven't they? You know, um, they're going to be losing, possibly losing out on revenue. If this becomes the major European tournament, then UEFA Champions League is going to lose out on, you know, sponsorship and um, and uh, and television rights. And that's basically what it all comes down to, didn't it? So they've stirred... They, these people who have got a, a, a monetary interest in those other leagues, you know, the same thing happened when the Premier League came out, didn't it? When the Premier League came out, Everybody was like, this makes football elitist and shit like that. They really just changed the name, didn't they? And then geared up for a more marketing, money-making approach to the Football League, which has obviously had a knock-on effect to uh, what the players get paid and stuff. Um, But I don't know, as 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 a football fan who enjoys watching... And I really do enjoy it. I, I fucking love the European Cup that's coming up. Um, I love the World Cup and uh, the Champions League. And to see, just because you're seeing the best players usually are the best teams playing against each other. And, um, and it just gives that opportunity of just seeing absolutely fucking cracking games. And I can't really see a problem with it. I know it's not a popular choice, people. I know it's not. It's not a popular opinion. But if you're a fucking lover of football and you want to see the best players in the world pitched against each other on a um, on a yearly basis, it's the only thing, um, I think, other than the World Cup. It's like a mini World Cup for Europe, isn't it? I don't see a problem with it. Not a popular choice, people. <laughs> not a popular opinion. Ah, uh, Jesus. Uh, what are we on? 31 minutes. Um, that is, it fucking is, it's the end. Uh, that is the end of, uh, that was episode uh, 205 of the Ben Briggs podcast. If you want to message me at all, it is just podcast at 
benbriggs.co.uk. Have a good rest of your week, people. Don't work too hard. Try and scrape a few extra minutes on those tea breaks. It all adds up. It all helps our mental health, people, doesn't it? Robbing time off of our employers. And I shall be back on Saturday, motherfuckers. Have a good rest of your week. Don't work too hard. And the weekend will soon be upon us. Uh, You take care. Bye-bye.